being black is stressful, but inner peace is real. We're creating safe space for real talk about black stress and how we manage it. We do it because we love ourselves. We do it because we love you. And we do it because we love being black. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness for the Culture. Hey, 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 Man, make you do the bank head bounce, man. Every time. <laughs> Last time it was the nugget. This time it was the bank head bounce. You're so extra. Who are you? Hey, yes, come on now. Yes, Mindfulness yes, for the culture. Yes. We don't come out here whack now. We ain't doing come that. On. Come on. <laughs> All right, family. I am Sonia Russell, co-founder and CEO of Special Sauce. I am King David co-founder and chief strategy officer of Special South. And this is our podcast, and we are excited to be here with our brother. This is our brother. I'm excited today to have our brother, my brother here, Brother Alex, who leads uh, our our development process. Man, I've known this brother since 2003. Day one. Day one, stepping foot on Emory University campus, even before then, picking him up from the airport and hosting this brother. Um, listen, so Alex and I are both alumni of Emory University. Uh, we are both members of the New Delta chapter of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated on the campus of Emory University. And I am his son's godfather. So that lets you know how deep the love is and how deep the support is. Yo, Alex, I found um, an email that you sent back in December of 2013, where you pulled together uh, six other brothers and myself with the idea of figuring out how we could come together collectively um, to do something big. Um, There's a part of the email that says, the email was very involved and very, very well thought out and very well, well put together. But what you did in this email was you say, we have three lawyers, three MBAs, one doctor, eight top 25 universities, two top law firms in the country, one top sports franchise in the country, one top bank, and countless experience with business, contracts, and investment portfolios. Individually, each one person has impressive credentials. As a group, look how much more powerful we can become and what we can offer the world. And I'm grateful right now that we are able to lean into a piece of that right now with you being on board as the lead um, for our development process and so much more. Um, Brother, so much gratitude, so much love. Just, this is just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is serendipitous that we are here. And the, oh, come on vocabulary. Come on, Emory. Come on, Emory. Top 25 institutions. Hey, top, top, all top 25. So um, I'm going to, Sonia, you want to say a little bit more about Alex? I'm going to just lean into his bio here, folks. I'm also going to, before I lean into his bio, just know that I've heard David's grandmama call him pretty boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> real. And she just asked Let me know when y'all want me to come back for the video portion. That's right. That's right. Come Let's on, go. y'all. So, Alex Ford Carther is a multi dimensional technology leader with years of operational and product experience 
delivering solutions for early stage startups all the way up to Fortune 100 businesses. He currently leads the Sprinter. And Alex has spent the past 10 years designing user experiences and architecting software ap applications, including PayPal, National Association of Realtors, Terabis, Buddy, mm -hmm. Vital Proteins, Mindful you. Mindful you. Come That's on. Right. Yo, That's yo right. to the Come noose. On. You better be out here achieving. Yo, yo to the noose. Let's get it, brother. Hey, brother. Brother, man. All right. Man, happy to so, be here. We're so grateful you're here, Alex. Super, super grateful. So before we dive into some of the stuff about stress and about mindfulness and all that kind of stuff, um, I want to know where you grew up and what you were like as a kid. <laughs> Um, so I grew up a little bit outside of Chicago, a little small town called Evanston, um, kind of a melting pot of ideas and, and people. Um, there, there's a big university there and they kind of bring all kinds of different folks into that city. And it was, um, it was there that I kind of, kind of got started. So for me as a kid, uh, always in the sports, um, you know, played hockey, basketball. So always part of, part of a team. I think it was kind of um, when David talks about, you know, my my email that I, that I sent out to folks. It, to me, it's always about something bigger than, than myself, and I, I really like being part of teams. Um, so, you know, plays hockey, basketball, baseball, you name it. Um, and then just individually, like, um, you know, I was always into, like, Legos and Erector sets and, like, building stuff. Um, and I, I think that kind of translates – over to what I've been doing now, um, but just, um, you know, for me, it was hands-on activities and getting dirty and just being out, riding bikes, um, you know, in the neighborhood and just, just being, being part of, part of, part of different teams, uh, I think is, was, uh, was part of, part of my identity growing up, you know, being athletic. I ended up playing um, basketball at Emory as well. So I think, you know, if you're talking about like, what early childhood stuff kind of shaped what I'm doing now, I would definitely say like obviously sports, um, but generally speaking, you know, into the like building stuff, you know, like connects, Legos, kind of, I was into that kind of stuff. So, um, and then my mom, you know, my mom, she was a master's of fine arts. So she was a photographer. We had a dark room in our basement. Um, so I kind of grew up around a world of like art, if you will, um, and just designing stuff. So um, if you kind of look at where I'm at, you know, I, I do a lot of design stuff for, for my career. Um, and then obviously in the tech space, so my dad used to work at a, like IBM and like Novell and Cisco and some of those early stage or those early kind of Silicon Valley companies that were um, just kind of getting rolling. So he was a salesman for some of those big, big new age tech companies out in Silicon Valley. Um, so I, I always like to think that just generally speaking, like I blended my mom's art side with all the creative side, um, that I have. And then the tech side coming from my dad and just being kind of in and around that world, uh, growing up, uh, and then kind of my own side of like bringing the team aspect to it. So, um, you know, most of the stuff I do now in my career is really around like creating user experiences. Uh, leading teams, uh, building stuff. And that's kind of, if you just go all the way back to my early childhood, that, that's 
kind of all the same stuff I've been doing ever since. So I love everything about that. Can I just take a little side note though? So can I just be clear that you and your kids are watching Lego Masters? Like, are y'all? Because we and Grace are watching Lego Masters and it's so good. And there's a guy up from outside of Chicago right down there. So just, if you're not watching Lego Masters. <laughs> Alex, brother, it sounds like from, uh, from the time you were a kid, even before there was a mind for you, um, or you've been operating under one of our principles of Nguzo Saba, which is one of the founding principles or guiding principles for Mindful You, which is collective work and responsibility, this Ujima, which means to build and maintain our community together, the team aspect. We make our brothers and sisters problems, our problems and work to solve them together. It's dope that again, this is a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Like it's a part of who you are, what you've been doing and what you're continuing to do right now. And we couldn't be more grateful and thankful that we talked about earlier, credentials, are important to the work Should that I? we're doing for effectivity and heart so that it lands the right way and the fact that what we're doing together this movement this journey that we're on you've already been a practitioner of of, of at least one of these principles for sure um it's beautiful yeah that's good stuff Man, it's that's good serendipitous stuff. come on serendipitous. <laughs> we're consistently looking for synergies here yes, 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 yes. we have a lot of those um, so considering, Alex, what you're doing in the world now, um, why did you say yes to working on Mindful You? Like, I get you love David, y'all go back, you know, whatever that thing is, the boys thing. Um, <laughs> but like, why? <laughs> what, what is, like, what is it really? Like, why are you working on Mindful You? Uh, a couple things. Um, I was like a good challenge. And when you guys approached me and said you wanted something different, um, and you were kind of approaching the mindfulness space from a different angle. Um, I thought there was a uni unique opportunity. I mean, I've been, I've been designing apps for six, seven, eight years now. Um, so I've kind of seen everything under the sun as far as kind of the look and the feel and user experience. And so you guys said, oh, we, we need something unique. And, and not just unique. We need something that, that's ours and being ours, something that, that's, you know, owned by the black community like you know first and foremost in order to do that you you have to understand the black community and, and growing up um in, in that community like I completely understood it and so for me it was an opportunity that I saw to um shape a narrative that that I I thought I could add a lot of value um and and unique perspective to um and not just kind of uh, design kind of a, a blanket you know, cookie cutter app. Um, so I, I, first and foremost, like the challenge that, that it, the, the app and the opportunity presented um, was, you know, one of the reasons why I chose to, to join you guys. Obviously, you know, like David said, like David was the first one to, to greet me at the Atlanta airport um, when I first was 17 years old coming off a of, airplane with some fresh Air Force Ones and <laughs> fresh ready to take over the campus as a free rock. <laughs> and Nietzsche button down shirt that I still think I bought the day before just because I knew what was popping. So, you know, I mean, you know, like you, you go from that and you've got a comfort level with the people that you're working with. Um, you know, I'm getting older in my life and not old, but just older to the point where you can start saying yes and no to projects. Um and you really just kind of want to do stuff with people that you can get along with that, 
respect your talents and respect what you're doing. Um, you know, for me being a creative person, like sometimes I just need to be able to get the fuck out of my way um, and let me do my thing. And I felt like that this was going to be an opportunity to, to do that. Um, and so like, you know, that, that the challenge, something unique in the marketplace uh, and obviously the, the vision and the mission of, of the product and, you know, it, it's, you know, like I said, like I'm pretty talented at what I do. So like being able to, know it. Being, able to <laughs> being able to give that talent and that gift to the community that I was, you know, raised in, like, I think, um, you know, like it's important to me, like you don't want an inferior product and, and you want something that that's you know better like and and so I knew I could deliver something that that was on par or better than some of the stuff that's out there in the marketplace right now just from a design standpoint um and so I I saw it as a challenge and opportunity for sure so you know there, there's there's that and then you know fun project to work on just good group of people um you know the mission obviously um, there's a need in the marketplace. So I think if, if we're able to capture and, and do what we say we're going to do successfully, um, obviously there's going to be success around that. Um, but there's, there's so much need. And I think that, you know, design and, and branding and on that whole nine, I think, you know, can actually solve a lot of problems. Um, and I think if, if done correctly, um, and I, I think I, I have a unique perspective of just working with so many different apps and products over the years that I thought I could bring a unique perspective to the to the team. And, you know, hopefully and thankfully it has worked out and hopefully it's going to continue to work out. So that part you're bringing you're bringing all of that and you're bringing creativity yes. into the mix. You mentioned that's that right. that's part of your your special sauce is the creativity that you bring uh, from your experience growing up with, you know, with your mom creativity happens to be one of the principles of Nguzo Saba. We just keep finding these, these synergies that are there. Creativity or Kumba is to always do as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and more beneficial than we inherited it. And that's exactly one of the many things that you're bringing uh, into this experience. So again, mm -hmm. it just, it all is working out. It's all working out. And, and I, you know, and I love, I love the design that we have, the feel that we have, mm. what we're doing together is just, it's us. Like it feels, we've not, I think of all the people and by now we've talked to a couple hundred people about this, like just across spaces. And, and I think of all the people we've talked to, we had one person who had some kind of negative comment about the look and feet, like the colors or mm -hmm. something. And like, I was done talking to that brother for the record. I was like, <laughs> we, were, we were over it. We were over it. We were gone. Like, now we listen. He's not, listen. The, one. He not the one to He's trust. He's not the one. He didn't like the contrast. I don't know. Maybe the contrast was too hard for him. But I, I mean, you know, like when we talked to, you know, when we talked about it, it was, you know, we need something different in there. And mm -hmm. because we are different, we don't, you know, we don't, right. don't give us something bland. Don't, I think far too often, and I, I think I talked to you guys about this, but like when you go to the target section, it's like you go to target and they put, they put the black section over here and it's like, okay, well, like it's just the black section in the target. Right. And you guys didn't want to be 
you guys didn't want to have the app that was like the white, the white, you know, like Headspace, some of those, like they are just white apps with the black section over there. And like you guys, right, wanted, right. you guys wanted, you guys wanted to own, you guys wanted to own the target. So from my, my perspective is that the goal is to, to build a, the black owned target where everything, everything in there is hundred percent for the community and for, for the people that you're trying to serve. Um, and so that was the goal. And I think, I think, you know, we, achieve some of that with, with the initial design, but there's there's quite a bit more to do. Um, so I'm definitely excited to kind of keep pushing the, the limits and seeing where we can kind of take the design and take the app and the brand where we can kind of push it out. I want to though, I do want to make sure that we add in though, the fact that when we first leaned into um, David and I taking over Mindful You, it had a completely different look and feel. Yeah. And in fact, when we went to them and said, that look and feel is not really for us. In fact, Alex was like, you could just Google arms up church. (laughs) 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 The whole redesign of the app is of the brand is a different conversation, but for the app itself, um, we actually, um, from within Adam's organization initially, not Adam himself, but within Adam's organization initially, we got to know we're not redesigning nothing where this is what we're moving forward with. And then we had a meeting where Adam saw your design and he was and like, sh- he <laughs> shut it down, was like, actually, no, we are going to stop what we are doing and we're going to rebrand with this design. And that I think spoke a lot to what you brought to the right. design, Alex, and what your intention was um, and really having something that was for us because even Adam could see that what we had yeah. was for us. Right. And, yeah. the, and the other part, in addition to, and, and for everyone listening, we want to thank y'all for the grace. Sonia and I intentionally <laughs> record in her backyard because we were embracing the noise of life and, and leave, living and leaning into how you got to keep moving and going forward. So we just want to take a pause for the cause real quick to say thank y'all for that grace. Mention the yard work. Mention the yard work. Yes. And <laughs> I wanted to say, Alex, that in, in addition to um, just the magic that you create, create creatively, you have been a great shepherd for Sonia and me in um, in this entire process. You've been patient. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you've been a great educator for us. Um, we can go into other spaces now with an elevated sense of what is right and what is good because you 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 have sure you have supported us in that way. So it's it's bigger than I want everyone listening to realize that it's bigger than this brother just offering us his technical skill. Right. Like you're, you are literally also offering your heart in the connection to the mission and the vision, but you have really worked uh, so patiently with mm-hmm. Sonia and me, uh, who I, I'll speak to myself, had a very limited understanding of everything that we're doing right now. And I feel like I can go into other spaces and be dangerous enough uh, <laughs> to, to be credible. And that that is largely in part to the way you've shepherded us in this process. Right. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the fact that when I show people this app, I'm proud of it. Like I'm not trying to like duck and dodge and, and there's <laughs> there's so much more to come. Like I'm not trying to say, okay, well, you know, it's not, this is not that. I go, when I show it, I show it with pride. That's right. Um, that's because we've worked well together. You've listened, like you've listened and you've actually even listened and offered things that we didn't even, weren't even thinking about. You know, sure. you bringing in your expertise and I don't know that I've ever worked with someone um, mm-hmm. where where it's been it's been so smooth. 
it's been a very smooth process and I'm grateful for it. So I want to just put that out there for your personal brand. You got the skills, you got the talent 100%, mm. but that, 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 um, being able to work with people component. Right. Um, I mean, that, that just comes with experience. I mean, like I said, you know, we, we've worked with a lot of early stage companies, uh, you know, generally speaking, I've done like countless pitch decks, you know, um, financial models like it just like for my own stuff or other people like it really just comes with experience and then like uh, you know obviously we've got a, a good relationship so being able to then like you know relay that information on you guys but then know that like you can trust it and that you guys are going to take it and um, do with it the right thing you know I think you know that's important but um yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, that's just experience, that's life. That's just, um, you know, taking taking what what didn't work on the last project and telling you guys that, you know, I actually don't do this, right? Like, so there's like- um, The real direct way too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't, you know, it's just, and, and that's, you know, being a founder for the first time is hard. Like after you sell this one, like, the next time is going to be a little bit easier, right? And then the next time is going to be a little easier. So, like, that's why you kind of see serial entrepreneurs is that, like, oh, once they figure out, once they figure out the model and the, the, the steps to get there, like, it's just step and repeat and you don't make the same mistake. So, you know, we, we've worked with a lot of different companies and, and just people in general. And I've seen, I've seen good, I've seen bad, I've done bad and I've done good. So I think just being able to take, take from, past experience and, and provide that. But uh, I don't think there's too many people that um, are in the space and capable of like providing that to, to black founders. So like um, just being, being in that experience that I have, I think just how can I pass it on? And, and, you know, this is just one opportunity to do so, so. I love that, I love that. And we appreciate you. Because the mentorship and the advisory is real. So real. And so we're so grateful for that. Thank mm. you so much. So, Alex, let's talk about what stresses you out. Mm. Like, what stresses you out and how it shows up, like, in your body and in your life? Um, well, I can tell you it shows up around my midsection. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty you know. moody. I'm pretty moody. So when I'm stressed out, I get really moody. So people don't like to be around me when I'm moody. Um what stresses me out? Um, business stuff, typical running your own business, you know, cash flow, making sure bills are paid, making sure your team's paid, um, you know, making sure clients' ex expectations are met. Like I said, I'm responsible for a lot of different products over the years. So people are looking looking at me and our team and just in general um, for for their their hopes and dreams to be delivered. Um, and I don't take that lightly. So, um, you know, they're, they, they've hired us to make sure that we can do a job to create their dream, whether that's, you know, them moving off of their nine to five, them like, you know, going out on their own or just like starting their own thing. Like they, they look at us for, for a lot of different reasons. Um, and so I, I take that personally a lot and that takes sometimes the burden of their stress and, and then my stress on top of that. Um, so, and you know, when, when we don't deliver and, and there's been instances where we haven't, um, 
you know, that, that usually falls back on me in some, some form or fashion. So uh, I don't take that lightly. And, and so I, I live with that every day. So the more projects that I have going on at once, the, the more stresses I have, um, you know, but that that's running a business. That's I'm not, there's nothing to complain about. Um, you know, for me, um, you ask how I deal with that stress or not? Yeah. I mean, what kind of my, yeah. What do you do to manage it? Um, so like I said, I, I grew up playing sports. Um, I, I, you know, I set my schedule around practices all the time from time to time. And then like, obviously now like, I don't, I don't have that, um, aside from the, you know, every once in a blue moon, like going to the gym and shooting, shooting some hoops. But, you know, I was playing in a men's league for basketball, but not anymore. Um, time constraints and a few other things, obviously. Um, but for me, I found um, a gym that's right next to right next to my house that has become hugely important to me. And I can kind of walk over there in five minutes and just set my day. Um, so I had I had got away from that for a while um, and just incorporating that fitness routine back into uh, my day-to-day has been huge for my productivity. Um, my just day-to-day stress levels are um, coming down. Oh yeah, uh, if you see me, my hair's thinning a little bit. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I have more, I have, I have more hair. I grew my hair I got more hair, but it's in less spots than it used to be. So, um, you know, and so I, I, you know, I try to um, try to stay active. I, I decided to train for a triathlon this summer. So, you know, once again, like putting goals in place for myself outside of uh, work goals. Um, so in career goals. So, you know, establishing that that me time, I think, has been important for me and just kind of getting back and into kind of my identity and who I am, um, you know, like, and being able to kind of set my schedule around some of the fitness stuff that that's important for me. Um, you know, I've, I've tried yoga and all that stuff, not, not really my thing yet. Maybe it will be at some point when I, I can't move, but I'm still, still fairly athletic. So I figure I might as well use it while I can. Um, so I think for me, just, setting a goal and getting it done. So this summer was the triathlon and next summer will be something else. And the next summer after that, it'll be something else and kind of just doing that and figuring out ways to challenge myself physically. And um, usually that's what kind of gets the the stress away. Whenever I, whenever I was stressed in college or just generally speaking, like I would go to the gym and just get shots up by myself. So uh, for me, it's a time to get away. Uh, usually I don't talk to people at the gym. I just kind of go there and zone out and get my 30, 45 minutes in and then and then I'll talk to people. But, um, you know, I think yeah, the, the gym I'm at, there's there is a little community. and I think that team aspect is some of the stuff that I was probably missing over the past couple of years. So I, I'll be honest, like I, I did not deal with the stresses of some of that um early on in, in starting the business and it, it definitely showed um but I think I definitely do a better job of managing my own expectations and maybe not taking so much of the burden of the, the client projects and that's probably why I've been able to uh, have some more successful projects over the past few years so 
I will say this. Uh, Alex and I were also roommates in college. And uh, we're roommates after college and figuring life out <laughs> after college was uh, something that I, I personally witnessed Alex just have a very, um, have a Carter, very strong impression. You said what? Jimmy Carter. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Ah. Um, but I've, I've, I've witnessed this brother, even, even again, before I had even known what mindfulness was or before I even, you know, had, had language for it, um, I watched this brother be cool and calm, just chill under pressure, right? Um, I, I, you know, I wouldn't, we had our own separate life experiences. I never knew he was out there playing basketball and doing the shoots, and, and I knew he did the gym, um, but I also knew that when things got stressful, this brother was even, even kiltered, even back then, and that was over what, damn, 20 years ago almost. Um, so now um, it's dope to, to watch and listen to what his process is um, and to just have a little more of an inside scoop. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm excited that you're sharing, man, because this, if you know Alex, you know you will never, that's an iceberg. Like this, it, looks, <laughs> it looks like it's, it, everything is like still, but, though, but that, below that iceberg, mm -hmm. oh, the, the duck, those feet are moving and going. Um, and he does a great job in my experience with him or with you, Alex, in managing that stress and keeping it cool and calm for the people around you, right? That community aspect, that team aspect. If I ever saw Alex get nervous, I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Let me, pull, let me, let me, let me get present real quick because if he's showing any signs he of, nervous, yeah, uh, it's a thing. It's a thing, right. A thing. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, I mean, it's, it's, Yes, that is true. I think just generally speaking, I am, I don't get too high, I don't get too low. My wife probably hates that about me because I don't show too much emotion. But like like David said, there's always there's always stuff processing and, and just kind of analyzing each situation, trying to figure out the best outcome for that situation. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, for me, like, like David said, like, just having that outlet for some sort of physical fitness um, is is important to me, and just kind of it just kind of goes back to my identity. Um, and that, that's not everybody, but you know, for for me, that that's who I am, and kind of some of my foundation. Um, so like when I get stressed, and like uh, that's one outlet. The other outlet I would say is like I sometimes will just like. Like running a business, you got all different kinds of things going on. You got, you know, calls and meetings and all that. Like sometimes I just step away from that and go into a quiet space and just design stuff because that's what I, I really like to do. So um, a lot of times, like as you grow in your career, you take over management roles and you don't actually do the thing that you were hired for initially. Um, so for me, like there's times where I just – stay up late and let the house quiet down and, and just design something that I've been neglecting or just generally speaking, like that I've been thinking about. So, um, you know, there's definitely different outlets. It's not all just like fitness, but like finding that one that, that works for you. And I mean, like that just comes with experience. So I, I feel like I've figured that out for me. Um, well, I knew what it was. I think more recently I've taken the time to, 
to make that a priority um, because it, it makes it makes me better at my job and um, and just just around the house and stuff. So. Sure enough. Sure enough. So Alex, tell us what kind of music you listen to. What's your go-to like de-stressing <laughs> kind of music? What hold, you got? On, hold on, before you answer, Alex. Before you answer, Alex and I spent a lot of time kicking it in the club, heavy in Atlanta. Um, and I don't know if any of those songs were go-to for stress out music, but I do know that in the process, I was relieving some stress by kicking it so hard and heavy to the trap music uh, that we used to kick it to in uh, in Atlanta <laughs> when we were uh, in undergrad. So I grew up, like, I mean, like, I, I, you know, I grew up when I left, you know, uh, I stayed in Atlanta for three years after college. So I was in Atlanta from age 18 to 25. So those are like some formative years. I still have the Southern draw that I can't get rid of, um, unfortunately. But um, so, so I do have proof that I, that I, that I was down there. Um, so, okay, so what's my go-to? Like when I'm in the gym and I gotta, so I, I have two sides of it, right? Like there's that, I need to just totally pump it up and like get cranked up. So I definitely go back to my Southern Young, young Jeezy, oh, my man. So <laughs> I, I'll throw on Thug Motivation 101. Yes. And, and let it ride. Yeah. Um, you know, T.I., um, I would definitely say Jeezy, Ti are my kind of go-to. Like, if I need if I need some like pick me up music, and I'm just like, but that's mostly in the gym. So like, you know, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember growing up, my dad used to listen to like oldies 104.3. I'd be like, why are you listening to that old music, Dad? I'm trying to I'm trying to turn the music on to new stuff, and now I get it. So like. Now that I'm a little bit older, like I do listen to like the chill station. Um, and like, I like, uh, I'll like for me, like, I think, like, I think when I drive, so a lot of time when I'm driving, I'll put the chill music on. Um, and we could be driving cross country. My wife is like, You want to turn the, she think I'm going to go to sleep while I'm listening to the chill music. She's like, Oh, you want to turn the, the, the hip hop on? I'm like, No, I don't. She like asked me all the time. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I like my chill music because I can actually think and I process stuff a lot of times. So a lot of times, like, I got so much going on and I'll, and I'll put the chill music on to process everything because I know I'll have a block of time while I'm driving. Um, so definitely get in the car and riding to some chill music. Um, you know, obviously some of the new stuff, you know, Drake and all those guys, like, you know, that, that's cool. Um, but... I'm trying not to get into like all the kids bop stuff with the kids, so I got I stay away from that. <laughs> all the other kids, know, all the other kids know all the kids bop stuff, and Logan's like, eh, I don't know this dad. I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna know that. So there's kind of two sides. Like when I need to get focused, um, I'll definitely throw on that like that brain food on Spotify or some that um, lo-fi beats. Right. Uh, that's a good one. So that that to me is like the focus music. Um, but definitely part of me that grew up, you know, like in Atlanta from 03 to 2010. I mean, that was the height of, of the movement down there. So like some of that stuff, I mean, it, it just it's more it's not even just like 
that's when I grew up. So there's a connection there of like, if, if stuff's not going good, like Emory was a good experience for me. So like, if stuff's not going right, it's, it's a way to kind of reset back to, you know, where I was and like, remember where I came from and see where I'm at now. So it's not just about like, oh, I need like hip hop because like, no, it's really about like, oh, like this is a part of me that during that time I was growing and look at the progress of where I came from. So now I can like circle back to that and get into like, okay, like maybe you're not where you need to be or where you want to be or this project didn't go as, as anticipated or you're stressed out about something, but like going and circling all the way back and listening to some of that music, they kind of kind of motivated you obviously um, at that time and not really understand, not even understanding lyrics and all that, but like actually understanding stuff now. And it's like seeing where like you came from and like kind of resetting and making sure that you a reset to know that you've come uh, come a far way and that you can come a far way. And so no matter where you at are, where, no matter where you're at right now, if you keep putting in the work, you're going to get to the next step and you can kind of circle back to that. So um, to me, that that's, you know, some of the, the stuff that I listen to with it. Um, just generally speaking, I'm trying to like expand, expand. And there's, you know, I grew up on like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and some of the, early rock bands um, growing up. Um, so like kind of trying to expand my palette of, uh, of, uh, of music into new genres, I think is important because, it, it, you know, who I work with and who I deal with, you're, you're dealing with a, a different set of people, generally speaking, from, from your, your interests. So when I, when I am dealing with, you know, like a, a cancer patient who's a 37 year old white lady like I've got to be able to like empathize with her and like so you know see where she's coming from so like if she's listening to something I got to be able to like have a conversation about that so I don't want to say like I really get stuck into one genre because you know what I do is I try to create experiences for people through through software applications and you don't know who's using your who's using your application. Um, so you wanna be able to empathize with somebody who might be from the middle of Kentucky or halfway across the world in Africa. Like you don't, you don't necessarily know who's gonna end up using your product. So you try to, to diversify your mindset and, and find solutions um, for different people's problems and being able to maybe empathize with them through music or just generally speaking, like open your mind up, I think is a good, a good thing. So I, I don't just like cycle through the, the top hip hop because honestly, I can't understand what half they're saying all the time. So, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not dating myself, but like, you know, like kids like that, I get it. Like, but I'm just in a spot where like, I, I just, I want to expand. So, um, yeah, that's that. That's my music, my go-to, and my chill, and my I got my focus mode, which is that. And sometimes I got my my Jeezy mode, where I just gotta get it. So hey, okay. <laughs> we have we have a lot more in common than I realized. <laughs> yes, I took, when I was gonna take my G man, I was in the car listening to Ti Motivation, um, and I was also listening to You Don't Know Me. I went in there just crunk as I don't know what about to take this G man. <laughs> That's why I get it, 100%. Yeah. Who? Uh, 
brother Alex, you dropped some nuggets. I love how you related the music back to the experiences. Yeah, well, another thing I'd like to add, kind of just layering on top of that. Um, I, 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 we can kind of close out from there, but like you guys asked me kind of early on, like wh- you know who I am and where I started and where I came from. One of the things that my mom has always made me aware of, and I'm pretty aware of it. I've got a well, a, I have a photographic memory, but I have a very spatial a spatial memory, uh, spatial brain. So for me, like building stuff is is very natural. Um, but what I've always been able to do is um, look at look at something and like and build it. So like when I built Legos or I built Canucks or Erector sets, like I didn't necessarily flip through all the instructions. I could just literally look at the picture of the thing and like build it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of the same way at Emory, like I, I I didn't necessarily take notes, but I definitely had to go to class and because I was listening to class and processing the notes. Like I got processed stuff in my brain. So like how I am able to create these experiences for people um, is a little bit different. And I'm able to kind of just listen to people and listen to their problems. And like, you know, it, I guess it's kind of like, I, I have enough experience in, in doing this. It's like, I don't know how to liken it, but like, I guess a guy like Jay-Z probably started writing his rap lyrics down and now he's like, he doesn't write anything down. So like for me, it's kind of like, when people come to me with their, you know, oh, I've got this idea, I need to do this and that, like, I spend, like, you know, so I spend, like, a lot of my time creating the app and creating the experience before I even start putting it on paper, and I already know what it is before, so, like, when we have meetings, like, and then, like, I'll go off and put my brain food on and, and take my quiet time, like, to me, like, how I operate is I just, I create that experience in my brain before I even put it to paper and, and then it, it comes out pretty quickly. So, um, you know, I, I think my experience in doing that and being able to do that for, um, you know, special sauce and the mindful you app, I think is, is, you know, a culmination of a, my, my childhood upbringing and kind of just my skill set, my understanding of, of the black community and just growing up in that space. Um, and then obviously my experiences within the tech space over the past 10 years, just being able to kind of mold it all together. I think we've got something pretty cool that we're building and I'm excited to be a part of it. And thank you guys for, for, uh, for asking me to be a part of the team. So. Man, thank you. <laughs> you better preach, Come on now, you better drop that Come mic on. drop. Make sure Alex will have to have his own column. Come on, one hundred percent, one hundred. Bring that knowledge. I can't write. Oh, yeah, you can. We got you. We got, we got you. You just, you just, you just speak those ideas, and we'll take care of everything else. I can't we'll make it easy. We'll make it easy for you, brother. Um, thank you. Thank you, Alex. This is so good. So good. We really appreciate the time, and of course, all of the fantastic. Um, work you are doing fantastic seems like not quite the, yeah man doesn't seem, let's, let's, doesn't, it seems like an insufficient let's reach into this Emory and Berkeley come on, come on what, you got? what we got what we got uh, we got this uh I was gonna say super catch a special <laughs> 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 no but it's extraordinary it's extraordinary, extraordinary. It's, it's revolutionary and it's only in its own right because you're bringing so many things so many you're bringing your full self to this experience 
Yeah. And that is what. And we feel that. Yeah. We feel that. And it makes yeah, a difference. for real. You're, you're, we, we feel like you are offering us your very best. And by your offering us your very best, any 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 person who uses the mindful you have will also experience that as well. And that's a blessing and a gift. Sure enough. So thank sure you. Enough. Thank you, Alex. Well, family, we love ourselves. We love you. And we love being black. Hey. This has been Mindfulness for the Culture. Let's go.